Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and don't worry, folks, Andy is okay. He's actually going to do the deep dive, which will be 1 p.m. Eastern. If you want to watch that, check that out Eastern. on the Betsperts. Yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern. Check that out on the Betsperts YouTube page. So we're going to run back the Tuesday show. Maddie, how are we doing? Oh, doing doing good. I'm happy to hear Dandy's doing much better today, too. I know he's just got a ton of work to catch up on, but after being out the last couple of days, Andy's got to be pretty sick to not be able to do the deep dive. I feel like he does the deep dive in just about any condition, so must not have been feeling too well. But I'm glad we're getting that show today. It's going to be a nice little uh, Thursday afternoon content for me while I'm doing my work. It's always fun to listen to, and like you said, it'll be great to sort of fill in the afternoon because – don't really have any World Cup soccer. Uh, there's no afternoon. Is there any sports this afternoon? I guess there's probably college basketball or something. Hmm. Doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I wish there was some bowl games starting up too. We got nothing. We got nothing going on this afternoon. So I guess we have to wait all the way till tonight for this. I mean, the Rams is such a shame. I mean, to finish that, you know, to get as far as they did last year, to come into this year and just lay a complete egg. I mean, I guess these games are supposed to be a lot more exciting. I don't like. I don't mind watching the Raiders play. I feel like that's always interesting. Do you have anything positive to say about this matchup? Yeah, like I don't mind seeing the Raiders. Like the Raiders got off to an awful start, but like they haven't been that awful team. Like came a lot of those losses. They've won three in a row. Like they're at least making some sort of a little bit of a playoff push or an attempt to get themselves back into a playoff push. Uh, the Rams are just sad, and they. On night one, you could just kind of tell something was off with Stafford with the elbow and maybe he wasn't fully healthy. And now we know he's definitely not fully healthy and good for them. They got their Super Bowl, but now they're they're probably going to start paying for it with, with losing, you know, trading all those picks away, being in salary cap hell. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Donald wants to walk away after this year with kind of where that franchise is going to be going the next couple of years. But you got your Super Bowl, so it really just kind of like I, th- I feel like nothing really matters now for the next few years. Like you got your Super Bowl, you, everything was worth it because you won one. You do. You got to pay the bill at some point. But yeah, you look at the game tonight; they're plus six and a half. Do we know who the Rams' starting quarterback is going to be? I it's haven't heard hypothetically yet. Walford or Wofford? I'm not yeah, sure. I haven't heard yet. That's who I'd lean towards. I like I have a hard time seeing Baker being ready to start tonight after being picked up. What was it two days ago? I don't care if he had the playbook on the flight from wherever he was coming from. Like that's, that's a lot. So I, Dan says it's Wofford's going to try to play it. If not, it's going to be Baker that, I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me. Wofford's not options. Exactly. Wofford's not good. Baker's not much better. And he doesn't know the playbook. Um, I tend to lean the Raiders here just because I think the Rams are, are, are pretty, pretty darn dead. Uh, yeah, that makes a ton of sense to me. I, I wonder if like a Raiders team total over, it's a 24 and a half, which is kind of an annoying number, but it feels that like is. the Raiders should at least be able to put a point. So maybe that'll be fun. Yeah. I think uh, if you give me a Raiders team, if you could find it at a 24 someplace, that would be fantastic. I'd still probably lean towards the over 24 and a half because that defense hasn't been all that, very, all that good either. And I love the way the Raiders have been playing the last couple of weeks. They're finding ways to win football games. They've been scoring points. So I'm uh, I'm I'm higher on them going into tonight. I think they're a better team than they showed with that two and seven start. Not sure they're a playoff team, but I think they're definitely better than the team we saw earlier this year. So we'll see. Maybe put the Raiders in some teasers or something. But we do have some actual fun bets to make, and this will be quite first touchdown. A list. So let's this go. Is, this is quite a list because we'll talk about what happens right have, there at the you end. You got the whole game here. It looks like every oh, like all just... both two both fifty three man <laughs> rosters. <laughs> We'll start with the tight end here for the Raiders. One of the best ways to score against the Rams is through the tight end spot. Um, Foster Moreau 
has not quite picked up where Darren Waller chooses not to kind of pick up. Darren Waller is still struggling to get back. Maybe we'll see him next week. But Moreau gets a ton of targets in that offense. Derek Carr has always been the friend of a tight end. So happy to play him at anything 12 to 1 or better. There's some 12s out there. Uh, Mac Hollins. You know, Devontae Adams gets pretty much most of the targets. But Mac Hollins is getting closer each and every week. He gets about 40% of the target share. If you look at the last couple of weeks, red zone targets have always been um, big for him. He's, again, second in the team, but it's hard, again, with Devontae Adams there, again, kind of at the top of the list is a big favorite. But I really like Mac Hollins. I think this number should be, you know, closer to single digits here. You know, wide receivers, again, do particularly well against the Rams. You would think of them with kind of Jalen Ramsey and some of those defensive backs that maybe wide receivers would struggle. They really don't. Um, so happy to take Mac Hollins here again. Um, we'll probably find something goofy to do with Devontae Adams, maybe like Devontae first touchdown, uh, partly with two plus or something goofy like that. Uh, Tyler Higby, again, going to play the other tight end here for the Rams. W- wish I knew which quarterback was playing, but Higby, always a big target share guy in this offense. Again, given some of the struggles they have at the wide receiver position and the Raiders defense, there's a lot of different ways you can score on them. But again, tight ends have done pretty well. Tyler Higby is a guy I'm always going to play if it's 15 or higher and there's a 17 out there. Love that. 2-2 Atwell, 19-1, to um, picking up more and more targets each week. Again, the Rams have more receivers get hurt over and over again, so it's the end of the year. They're starting to try to play some of these younger guys. Really like what um, Atwell, and it's Chitarius if it's not under Tuto. Uh, he's the only guy listed with the last name Atwell, so you don't have to worry too much about the first name. Um, but again, had this closer to 15-1, to like 18, 19. You should be able to find that just about everywhere. And then I just played all the quarterbacks on the Rams because – Whoever doesn't play is just going to get refunded. It sounds like, like you can skip the. It sounds like you could skip the Bryson Hopkins bet. Um, I actually probably go just cash that out when we're done here on the show. Again, just going to try to double check on some stuff, but going to play both Wofford and uh, Mayfield here. You know, Wofford a little bit banged up, but when he plays, a very mobile quarterback. Um, they try to do some things with him. I think there's a great chance again he sneaks it in, or we see a bootleg and he runs it in. And then Baker Mayfield, you know, it's been a tough season for him. But if he comes in, the offense is going to be as simple as it possibly can be here. Um, you know, the running backs for the Rams, Cam Akers, and those guys are pretty solid. But the Rams have always split the ball up quite a bit. I think they'll give May- Mayfield a chance maybe to possibly run it in if they get close. But, again, same thing. He's someone that is not afraid to roll out and try to run it in. So, in his first game, simple game plan. Uh, give me all the Rams quarterbacks again. You could probably skip Hopkins. It sounds like he's not going to get on the field. But, worst case, it, it gets refunded there. So, um, tight ends, a couple wide receivers, and whichever quarterbacks you like. I'm always a big fan of the quarterbacks. Uh, I don't. I, I maybe it's because I hit so many times early with Justin Fields, thanks to your uh, your your suggestions early on in the year. But I'm a big fan of taking the quarterbacks because there's nothing more like nothing more that fires you up than seeing the quarterback running that first touchdown when you know he got him plus thirty five hundred plus four thousand. Yeah, if you really stick to it, and I do. I try to play those even on some of the Sunday games. I'll go up and do it. I mean, Kirk Cousins was the first touchdown score this year at fifty five to one. Matthew Stafford, I think, got one at like 40 or something like that. So it's one of those where it's a big number. But as long as, you know, you're sticking with 40 or better, um, you're going to hit a couple of those throughout the year. And it really pays the bills. But speaking of paying the bills, now, I guess there's not a good way to play this at plus money. So I'll forgive you for having the minus 118 here in your first bet. But hockey, Sorry. how much hockey we got? Hockey. Big, big slate? Smaller slate, only like four or five games. Um, They're afraid does of the NBA have a, Does the NBA have a bigger – no, the NBA has a small slate tonight too, yeah, right? Everyone's afraid of football. That's terrible. Well, that's right, it's folks. Shame. They're not going to watch it's your a... sport. They're going to watch Raiders-Rams. If there was ever it's... a night to try it out, come on. 
It's a damn shame. But uh, in Noob Noobs is mad at me because I have one bet that isn't plus money. Apparently, that's that's why that's why I'm getting punished. But I saw that over two and a half team total for the Red Wings number. And I just I, I saw I, I, I like the Red Wings over team total over two and a half. I saw that number. I was going to look. I, was, I thought you might see it at three tonight. You were three and a half. Uh, they're playing the Florida Panthers. Uh, they're going to Florida. Florida has been uh, came into the year a Stanley Cup contender. They've had some injury issues. They've got an up and down goal pe- goaltending play. They've just been wildly inconsistent this year. And they are coming home from a long road trip. Uh, I always like fading the teams coming home after a long road trip. Detroit is in the middle of a road trip. They won each of their last two games, uh, I believe putting up four four goals and five goals, or maybe four in both of them, but either way, scoring four-plus goals in both of those games. And they were uh, pleasant in the NHL this season. So I, I like what Detroit does offensively. Uh, Florida's inconsistent, inconsistency coming back from the road as well. I uh, really like Detroit there with their team total over and on the money line for that reason, a plus 172. Detroit's playing really, really good hockey. Uh, Florida's just been wildly up and down. And then the Toronto Maple Leafs. I did go back. And try and do some second period over research today. Uh, nothing came up. There was no no trend yet. But we're going to keep an eye on some of those with some teams. Or maybe the Maple Leafs because they were my team last year with that. Um, we're going to keep an eye on that down the stretch. But Toronto playing very good hockey. They've won four out of their last five. Uh, all four of those wins covering the minus one and a half spread. Kings, similar to Florida, have been wildly inconsistent, really up and down this year. And the thing, one of the things they've done really well the last couple of years, it's given them a chance and, and gotten them to the playoffs last year is playing very good defense and getting good goaltending. They haven't really done either of that this year. And if Toronto's offense is playing as well as it is, their goaltending has been sp- uh, uh, spectacular to start so far this year. Um, really like them at home laying the one and a half against LA in the middle of a road trip uh, with how well Toronto's playing. I think that plus 132 has a lot of value. I can dig that. The dog approves as well. He's very excited about hockey tonight, as I'm sure you can. He's hear. a big Maple Leafs fan, clearly. And Dan is just really trying to rile me up. I don't know if I uh, it's like what Dan's doing in terms of making a good point, or maybe he's just trying to rile me up here. He can't yes, even watch it on freaking TV. Come yeah. on, guys. We got a couple games. Try. It's fine. Let's try. There's enough. There should be a bunch. We could have this more balanced life where instead of having to try to follow 11 NBA games on a Wednesday and just what do we have, uh, three tonight, we could balance it out. Let's try. Let's defeat the NFL. That's enough. If you were ever going to try one. But then again, at the beginning of the season, this looked like it might have been a pretty good matchup because the Rams having won the Super Bowl, the Raiders were, you know, a a team that people like coming into this year after last year. Like maybe when they're making the schedules, they're like, yeah, that's not one we want to compete with. Who knows? I guess so. You make a point. There are three NBA games tonight. Yeah, talk hoops um, for me. We still got some hoops to bet on. It's not like there's nothing. We do have some hoops. What do we got? It's, I'm going to do something that feels real silly because it is a messy night in the NBA. In fact, there probably isn't an NBA game really worth putting on TV tonight. Um, you've got the L.A. Clippers playing the Miami Heat. Um, again, from the Clippers' perspective, based on where the line's sitting, I would guess we don't see Kawhi Leonard or Paul George or both from Miami Does Kawhi Leonard play basketball anymore? Uh, from time to time. He played last night. Every once in a while? Okay. Played last night, lost to the Orlando Magic. It's uh, oh, good for him. It's been good tough, but he's getting back and playing. And the Heat have about ten guys listed on the injury report every single night, so hard to figure out what's going on there. In the late game, the Denver Nuggets are short underdogs to Portland Trailblazers. Not that I believe in trap lines, but boy, oh boys, that Nuggets line look a lot tastier than it should. The Nuggets have really struggled, but. It's been a funky year in the NBA. We've cashed a couple bets on the Sacramento Kings as road favorites. So what the hell? Let's try it again. I'm going to take the Houston Rockets tonight against oh the boy. San Antonio Spurs. The Rockets are short favorites here on the road. Um, was able to get a minus 120 on the money line. Um, saw on some odd screens that maybe there's a minus one, minus 110 out there. 
those are pretty much the same to me. So happy to play either of those. Again, laying the point at minus 110 is probably a little bit better than the minus 120. That push probability is super low. So poke around. Um, you should be able to do that. Honestly, I'd play this at Houston minus two or better. I have the Rockets as four-point favorites in this spot. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs, another team with a very long injury list and a team that seems to be clearly making a hard turn from the nice start they had to the year. I believe they were 7-3, and three, something like that, to start to the season. Um, or something like 2-12 and 12 in their last 10 games have just been losing and losing consistently. No Devin Vassell tonight, no Jakob Pertl, two very important players for them. And the Houston Rockets have been playing good basketball. They're coming off a victory in their last game. Um, they are a team that really feels like are trying to win. Now, they have been losing a lot of games. And there's been a little chicanery in terms of the starting lineup, but I think that's more the coach trying to shake these guys up. I'm pretty impressed with the effort they give every night. And they just look like the much better basketball team to me. So as crazy as it sounds, as silly as this feels, I'm going to take the Rockets as a favorite on the road. Again, we play the minus two or better. Um, should be able to find either one of the options you see here. Again, on the money line, minus 120 or minus one, minus 110. Again, it's tough when you're right around a pick on the lines can be a little bit goofy. But again, anything minus two or better looks good. Go Houston in the uh, Texas rivalry the disappointing in the, texas in the, rivalry. Tex the texas bowl we'll call it the texas bowl um <laughs> I, I i laughed there at the houston rockets are trying to win and they've been doing a lot of losing lately that was that was the nice uh, it's funny it's the nba is a strange place i mean we have things like upgraded to doubtful and um teams that try to win that can't upgraded win, to doubtful that that's to a thing yeah because you could go yeah you could go from out to doubtful that's an upgrade Again, if you're ever looking for a name for an NBA show, feel free. Just tag me on it as like an executive producer or something. You can take it. Upgraded to doubtful. Excellent like name that. for an NBA show. I like that a lot. Now, yes, I mean, the, do we have tennis today as well? Like. I'm seeing on the on the graphic. We do. We do. One bet that we talked about yesterday. I'm trying to see. It's should be underway shortly after we finish the show here. Um, and then another bet. We're going to go to an ITF tournament, Matt. It's going to probably take what's you a that, little while to find this when you scroll up What's that up here. the equivalent of? Because yeah, I know you've said w, the 125 is like AAA baseball kind of. Is is 100 like double This would be like two and a half A. Um, okay. You know, it's a lot of you have some smaller names stuff. here. Yeah, it's, you know, double A would be like they have W60s and W80s and stuff like that. Um, single A would be anything lower. But yeah, these tournaments are generally pretty competitive. Um, that'll be early tomorrow morning. But let's start again. Um, the bet I mentioned yesterday, Sophia Kennan plays against um, Anna and Helena Kalanina um, should be a very competitive That's match amazing. here. The total fairly high. Um, seems like they're starting to get those numbers a little right. I think the market's made the adjustment for the indoors here at 21 and a half, but the three set price plus 155 still available out there. I think this is going to be a very competitive match and um, would much prefer this again to playing the over. I had this closer to plus 135 plus 140 myself. Um, you go back and look, both players have no problem kind of taking a break um, towards the end of the first set if they're down, conserving some energy and really putting the best effort forth in the second set and taking it to a third here. Again, just um, really like all the numbers here. Points to three sets. It's, I think it's going to be tough, honestly, even to get over. So um, give me over two and a half sets, plus 155. And then again, you might have to poke around a little bit. You should be able to find this. Most places have this. It might not be up until a little bit later this afternoon. But in Dubai at a uh, what we call the ITF, uh, W100 tournament, again, you get 100 ranking points, which is pretty solid for an ITF event. Um, like Anastasia Zakharova, not just because it's a fun name to say. That is a fun another name. fun named player, Magdalena Freck. I like Magdalena. It's quite interesting. This is, this is an all-time name, name match. 
it's a lot of fun when you get into the deeper levels of tennis. The names are pretty good. Um, but like Zakharova here, have her as a favorite in this match, and we're getting her at plus money, plus 100s out there, plus 105. Um, Freck, the tour veteran, I think just getting a little too much credit for her career performances versus, versus what we've seen the last couple months from her. Um, a lot of these numbers, especially in some of these smaller tournaments, derived more, I think, by ranking and kind of a player's overall career pedigree than maybe it should be because it is hard to make some of these matchups. Again, Zakharova has generally been playing at smaller level events, a younger player sort of working her way back up into the higher levels, whereas Freck's a bit of a tour veteran at this point and is used to playing at bigger events. Now that could mean she's down here to try to beat up some women, but well, beat them up on the tennis court. Not actually, that's a bad turn of phrase. I should probably yep, stop saying not that. the best. Uh, win a lot of tennis matches against um, some lesser and higher ranked opponents. And it's done well there in the first two matches, but um, I think Zakharova has the talent um, to beat her in this match. Again, I have her closer to minus 120, minus 125, as opposed to plus 100, plus 105. So give me plus anything on Zakharova. That'll be nice and early tomorrow morning. That'll be hopefully a wake in cash for us. I'm in. I like it. I don't know the... Uh... Double A and a half tennis. I'm just going to take your word for it. And I see plus money. You know, when I see plus money, I'm a sucker for that. You do. You love it. You absolutely do. All right. Is there anything else we have to cover here? What is the first college bowl game? Did, we didn't have one yet, did we, right? Uh, no, we, we still have Army Navy this week. And I think we're doing the three man show tomorrow. That's in so Philadelphia. Arm, uh, I, I, it is in Philadelphia. I think we'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow. That's, that's right in your, uh, your neck of the woods. But yeah, I, I believe we're doing the three person show tomorrow. So I, I was going to. Throw that one up on there. We talk about it a little bit. Service Academy That's, unders. I'll ask you just right here. I mean, over under five passes for Navy. Oh, I'll you know I'll take over. I'll take the over. <laughs> that would be under <laughs> ten, but I'll take the over five. <laughs> well, maybe there's an under ten. Maybe we could middle this somehow. There's no way that's an actual thing. Or maybe it is a thing. Probably not. so. College football tomorrow. Yeah, look, Get excited. Uh, Matt will be back again. We'll talk some college football tomorrow. Maybe Andy will be back. Maybe we'll drag Dan back on, but we'll do the a three banger Friday. Give us a thumbs up, a like, all that good stuff, and we'll see you then.